I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Thank you, Father. Wow. I'll say it backwards. Wow. I'll say it upside down. Mom. <laughs> Abba, we just thank you so much. The way that you love your people. The way that you love your church, Jesus. Lord, we're just believing on this last time here, Lord, that you will save the best for last. We pray that there be no thinkers, just drinkers. Thank you, Father, and we can drink from the well of living water. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done in these days. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So many years ago, how many years have you guys been married, Joaquin? 11 years ago, they wanted me to do their wedding. And if you haven't noticed, I don't do formal very good. And so the rehearsal had to be so bad that, you know, I went to, I went to Joaquin after because, you know, Bill was there. And uh, I said, hey, just get Bill to do the wedding. I'll be on your front row and I'll be your best. You're like, yeah. <laughs> and Joaquin said, he said, Jeff, Renee and I both prayed, and you're supposed to do the wedding. You better get with the program. <laughs> and so there was a lovely family up at Bryan Mountain Inn up there above Shasta, and they were just dear to me through the, their, their years there. And, and so I, I spent the night there, and... And then the next morning, I had a designer muffin and a real good cup of coffee. And I said to the Lord, Lord, we have a wedding today. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> and the Lord quickened this scripture. It's timeless to me. I'll read it. And on the third day, John 2, verse 1, on the third day, there was a wedding at the Cana of Galilee. And uh, the mother of Jesus was there. And now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. Let's just pause right there. I cannot find one instance in the life of Jesus where he was invited that he didn't go. Somebody help me right now. 
All it takes is an invitation. Here's my life, Jesus. Here's, here's the mess I'm in. Here's what is problematic with me. Can you come? And he comes. He was invited. He even at the house of Simon where he knew as the son of man that he would be judged and criticized. But he went because he was invited. And as they were invited, they went. In verse 3, and when they ran out of wine, some, some people think that that's because the disciples came. <laughs> Don't necessarily record that, please. <laughs> Dear Jesus, I need your help right now. And when they ran out of wine, there's this test I call emptiness. Where you've done all that you can do, and you have done your best to get something and you thought that something was going to appeal to you and really help you, but at the end of the day, it left you empty. Maybe you thought that this was some kind of dream thing, and, and, and all of a sudden you start pursuing, and you realize you're on a dead-end street. And that, that feeling of, why did I give so much of my time, so much of my life, to get emptied. And Jesus said to them, they have no wine. And I love this part, verse four. Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? Come on, brothers, you little help right now. Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? I have three daughters, my wife. There were seasons, how could I say? <laughs> my son's room was in the very back of this big old home that we ended up after being homeless so long. We finally had a home and Joel's room was at the very back of this massive home. And there was sometimes I'd knock on his door. Hey, son, can we hang out? <laughs> it's one of those days right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. <laughs> My hour has not yet come. But Mary, being the mom, understood that she had full access. And she said, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. 
And so they began to set out the six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews contained about 20 or 30 gallons. That's a lot. Can you imagine a wedding feast with that much? And what would happen? I want to just tell you one of the most life-changing drunks I ever did. (laughs) I've got your full attention. (laughs) We were pastors in Mason, Texas, a town of 2,100. We pastored cowboys. It's just a couple of hours west from here. And... And within the first week, we had planted another church in Menard. And then we were planning and helping one in Brady. And we were a part of a network. My pastor and his wife, Olin and Sybil Griffin, they were so dear to us. We, we had friends. That, and we were going to do another one of these like get-togethers at, a, at this camp near, uh, near Tyler. And that was when the outpouring in Toronto had happened. But we didn't know anything about it, but some of the pastors had been there, and and they were going to try to tell us what was going on up there, but it hit us. (laughs) And my wife, have you noticed that my wife, if I tried to call her up here, I would really get in trouble. (laughs) But her and another woman were laughing. I said, shh. (laughs) You're causing a disturbance. (laughs) That was the pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) And so... All of a sudden, these meetings that were predictable, because prior to that, all the conversations used to be about Jezebel. (laughs) This is really getting tougher right now. And we talk about what we're going to do with the Jezebels. And then I came to the conclusion there were more Jezebels than Taco Bells. <laughs> Why do we always have to talk about this? And then so finally the brother that was trying to speak, Gary Stewart, he just got so flustered, he just gave up. And so then the band hit, and then we started kind of like dancing, and then... I'm, I'm like, what is this? And I'm kind of doing the little shuffle. And then my wife comes up to me from the behind and grabs my hips and said, it's his time, Lord. It's his time, Lord. And she blitzed me. And I fell on my face on the floor. And, you know, I work cattle, so that's what came out of me. 
All I could do is, uh, uh. but in my mind, I've got to get control. Yeah, the control is important. But I couldn't get up. And I pushed, and then I rolled over onto my back. <laughs> and then I rolled back over on my face. <laughs> and now I'm holy rolling. <laughs> I didn't believe in holy rolling. We were good Baptists before. And I remember many times in India, I mean, sometimes thousands and thousands of people are in the jungles or whatever. I mean, the Indian, especially the women, they just go crazy. They just come around, ah! and they make your, my hand go on their head. And, ah! and I always thought, you know, there's, this is so disrupting what they're doing. <laughs> the Lord visited me. You... You think you wouldn't be doing this if you were coming out of the bondage they're coming out of? Whoa. Whoa. Thank you, Father. Yeah, I went to the woodshed on that one. Lord, we just thank you right now for just helping us to navigate the way that you move and the intentionality that you move with. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just remembered in those, what would happen in those, I'm literally sometimes thousands, and they just come screaming and crying and grabbing my clothes making my hand, putting, putting oil on my hands and making my hand go on their heads. And now I'm in the place where I'm absolutely helpless. I can't get up. All I can do is push over and push back. But there was something happened that night. We were never the same. We go, it was this kind of Presbyterian camp there near Tyler, Sky Ranch. And, uh, and the staff, all they did is leave, they left the cookies out. They weren't going to hang out with us. <laughs> and I remember that cookie was the, the most... Massive cookie I've ever eaten in my life. And then different ones are sharing these heart-rending stories of what God did in their lives in the room. Deep wounds challenges, problems. We're just, people were just being t 
telling them what God did in their lives laying on the floor. Don't be so stoic that you cannot remain childlike so that you can actually enjoy receiving. Enjoy life. Enjoy the unique way that God has crafted you and be good with it. Hallelujah. So as the deep, the, the, this one woman, this pastor, his wife, she, it, what she was delivered of is her, one time her dad was goose hunting up there in Kansas and, and he left her in the truck in the dark and she was so afraid being left alone in the truck with shots going off. But that night, a couple of decades, three decades plus, I don't know, God showed it to her and God healed her. And different ones were sharing, but I was absolutely plastered. And they shared, like someone, like my pastor's wife, Sybil Griffin, someone shared and I was just like, like crying like a baby. <laughs> and Sybil was like, like trying to laugh a little bit, but not so I could see her. And I said, shut up. <laughs> it's not funny. It's precious. And people were going... And then the guys had to carry me. I couldn't walk. They had to carry me up the stairs. They carry me into the room. They flop me on the bed sideways. I couldn't move, but I needed to go. <laughs> and I also needed to brush my teeth and the toothbrush had to be like this wide. And they had, the foam, foamy formula was just going down. Millicent had to help me back to the bed. It was probably one of the best nights in my entire life. All night long. All night long I was under visitation. All night long the angelic were coming and going. All night long. The next morning as we break camp, we're all going back towards the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And you could pass 
past people. And you could see the tears running down their cheeks. You could see, you know, the tangible glory on them. And then that night, my dad wanted me to go to my aunt's home to help get some stuff, but it, it didn't work out. So they take me to his church, and I didn't like the church. It was so much control, you couldn't breathe. And I'm sitting there, and it's a bean supper night. And I'm thinking, you know, all right, I came. I'll enjoy the beans. <laughs> and so there was this moment where the women had gone to a retreat and God had met them at that retreat. And when those women began to tell, then life came. Jesus came. The kingdom came. And there were, all of a sudden, they're just telling the story of what happened to them at their camp. And so I, I stood up, and uh, I, uh, I was just sharing. I don't recall exactly what I shared. Oh, yeah, here it is. I said, God is moving now. The ark is moving right now. The presence of God is moving right now. And what needs to happen is don't put your hands on the ark. And when I said that, I sat down. I didn't know, but the brother that came from the side, he was the head over the men's ministry. And he said, I want what that man has. And as he was coming down the aisle, I just threw my finger at him. It's yours. Take it. And he went sailing off the back of his feet. And I went, what, what was that? And then another man stood up. I wanted to. I just slung my hand at him. He went sailing. No pre-approved flight plan. <laughs> Chairs. And then the pastor came up and said, if you've ever been to this church, you know that this has never happened. But we believe this is God. And we're just going to release our brother to continue. Four hours later, Chairs moved out, people being saved, a Mormon boy being saved, and others. God did something. I prayed, Lord, for a fresh empowering of us. I pray for a release of new movements, God, in, in the Austin area, God. We pray for open heavens, open windows, open doors, open hearts, open buildings, open schools. 
We pray for an opening, God, a rending of the heavens. A rending of the heavens. A place where the angelic come and go readily. Thank you, Father. A driving, a putting back of the darkness that tries to, to center in on us. And we pray, God, that you would deal with it from your holy mountain. Thank you, Father. Verse 7, Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and fill them up to the brim. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you brimming yet? I like my job. <laughs> it's not full until it's running over. It's not full until it's running over. And they filled them to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feet. You have things inside of you that no one else knows about. You have gifting, calling, election that no one else knows but you and Jesus. But I'm telling you, it's time to draw it out. It's time to release what God has freely given to you that you release it freely also. That what you were given, it's not, you can't keep it. If you try to keep it, it's going to go away. But if you release it, guess what? That's kingdom work. That's kingdom activity. It's not just about coming to church to try to get, a, get myself all better again. It's about to transform the world around me. Through his love, through his kindness, his generosity, releasing the love of God from our heart. And they took it. And the, when the master of the feast tasted it, the, the, the water that was made wine and did not know from where it came, but the servants had drawn the water. The master of the feet called the bridegroom and said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine and the guests, when they've been well drunk, what they've well drunk, then the inferior, but you have kept the good wine till now. There's nothing about the kingdom of God that shrinks. The increase of his government is at hand right now. There always he is working. Always he knows. Always he loves. Father, we just thank you right now. We have our team just come back up here.
at least a keyboard, anybody. <laughs> Ukulele guy. <laughs> thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, right now for a new season of fruit bearing. We thank you, Father, that you give good gifts to your children. And we pray, Lord, activation. We pray, Lord, uh, that you just begin to work your work. We just stretch our hands up right where we are. And just right there where you are, just begin to say, Lord, here's my life once again. I welcome your entrance even more, King of glory. I pray, Lord, that you would awaken dead parts of me so I can be fully alive to what you are doing in the earth. Thank you, Father. 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 Say to the spirit of heaviness, go. We say it in Spanish, hasta la vista. We pray for joy unspeakable, full of glory coming. We just thank you even right now by reason of the anointing the yoke of oppression shall be broken and destroyed. We pray for anyone in that category, Lord, that you would break heaviness off of their lives. We pray, Lord, for dancers that will dance, skippers that will skip, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We honor you. We pray for breakthrough. We pray for breakthrough. We pray for breakthrough. You are the God of breakthroughs, and we ask you for breakthroughs in heavenly realm. Break things. Breakthroughs here on this earth. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We adore you, Lamb of God. We want to follow you, Lamb of God, wherever you're going. We want to be there. We thank you for the gifts and the callings and the elections that are here in this place, and we pray the anointing that brings release to them. The anointing that brings release to them. 
We worship you. I hear this right now. Tender shoots that will not break or bend. We pray, Lord, just for tenderness to come on any rough place, God. We thank you that it is your gentleness that makes us great. We just thank you, Lord, for the gentle answer that turns away much wrath. We ask you for open eyes, open ears, open hearts, open doors, open gates, open heavens, open heavens, open heavens, open heavens. We thank you, Lord, for an increase of angelic activity over Austin. We pray, Lord, we pray for the, pardon me, the big boys to be released. We pray for the breakers to come. The breakers of heaven breaking wide, opening wide the heavenly gates. Open wide the windows of heaven. Open wide the hearts of men. Thank you, Lord, that you watch over your word to perform it. We thank you that there has never failed one word of your good promise to you, to us. Come on, stretch your hands to me again. And right where you are, just open your heart and mouth and you just begin to ask Jesus, tell Jesus what you need and what, what is your portion in this life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's just open up our lips corporately right now. Thank you, Father. You can pray in your... English or you can pray in the spirit but let's go ahead and release that right now as a corporate group thanks for listening to the sermon of the week for more information about this podcast and other resources please visit BethelATX.com